Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is a place you go to when you want to learn the latest when it comes to anything out of the ordinary. I'm talking about shadow people to hat man, Bigfoot to any kind of weird creature. This is where you get these personal, up-close stories, because I always invite you, the listener, to send in your stories. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what you've seen. Tell me the rumors in the family of a werewolf having stalked your grandpa. I want to hear it. We all want to hear it. And the more details, the better. So go to my main website, HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com, and tell me. What's going on? If you got pictures, if you got drawings, just send it on over to HeidiHollis at gmail.com. And I promise I will get to it eventually. (laughs) Until the show's run out, I'll keep it going. (laughs) So, you guys, guess what? Somebody listened. Somebody gave me all the details. I have 
one, two, I have a three page email. I don't know how long it's gonna take to get through it. I haven't read it. And uh, you know me, if you listen to this show long enough, I just like to dig in and just feel it out as I go along. I don't look at these ahead of time unless it says, please help or something like that in the subject line. Uh, And I always tell you guys, if you wanna be anonymous, you can be anonymous. And don't forget, check out my social media at one. Heidi Hollis. That's H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S. Put a one in front of it. And that is TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can send your stories that way as well. So, but I prefer through the website. Just makes it all easier because then it's all in one spot. (laughs) All right, you guys. I don't know where this came from. (laughs) I don't know what the show uh, is that uh, I'm doing here today. All I know is I got a giant email and I'm going to just dive on in with you along for the ride. Okay, this one says, afternoon, Heidi. Well, afternoon to you, too. Uh, I was listening to you on Coast to Coast in regards to the hat man and shadow people. I actually have a YouTube channel. Very small, though. I grew up in a violent, very volatile household, which I think made the shadow people and the hat man visit me from 1977 until I became not scared anymore in my late teens. Terrible experience. Ooh, okay, all right, all right. That's a pretty bold teenager, I have to say, to be able to uh, say you're one afraid of these things because they still give me the heebie-jeebies, to be honest. Um, I'm not gonna lie. They are nothing that I care to have in my life. And, uh, Sometimes when I think about it, it's like, oh, icky. But anyhow, all right, moving on. Okay, I first noticed the house was very noisy. For example, footsteps, creaking floorboards. And it was a Victorian house in Nottingham, England. Oh, that's why you said afternoon. Gotcha. (laughs) And the curtains would move, no draft at all, and very heavy curtains anyway. And the dog would bark at the corner of the living room, looking up, and my bedroom was above it. Ugh, that's a terrible feeling. Anyway, I was first in the small bedroom with a loft, the first proper encounter, which then I had no idea what was happening. No computers or smartphones, etc. I learned of it all in my 30s through the internet and realized what happened to me. It sent shivers all over me. Wow. That's interesting. I've been talking about these things for over 20 years. Can you believe it? Um, So it's probably me that you heard about it. And it continues. I had been strangled. Oh, that's horrible. And could not move at all. And I could not shout out at all. Just tried, but maybe so scared maybe I think you mean maybe okay um I could not breathe it was terrible I could not see anything but felt something was there cutting that short it happened so often I refused to go in my room and my dad was horrible I was not allowed to be a wimp or make anything up because he said I was just dreaming And because he called me a wimp, of course, 
You know, what is that machismo thing when it comes to the paranormal? I think uh, <laughs> I think that's that's the, the, the way to play it off. Because my dad, my dad was not a machismo dude to try to pull that. But he would just try to say, oh, there's nothing going on. Everything's all right. And he was scared. I'm talking about myself right now. He was scared. And uh, you see these like different uh, uh, like paranormal type reenactment stories, right? And you, you hear like, oh, the wife is trying to prove to the husband that something's going on. But the guy will be like, ah, they get angry, right? And try to play it off. And uh, but they're scared. They're scared. <laughs> and it's like they're the last one to be convinced. Like, why do we have to convince the male in the house something's happening we could trust our own instincts right and our own eyeballs yes ladies we don't have to prove to anybody anything and that goes for anybody actually because i get a lot of emails from people saying look i feel so alone i have nobody i can prove this to that it's happening i'm not believed we don't have to do that and you don't have to feel alone in it either because there is a big wide world out there guys and you can reach out to me always okay all right so continuing I would be dripping with sweat hiding under the covers. And I feel quite embarrassed telling you in detail because I never even said in full detail in my own videos. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's, you know, I'll be embarrassed. People freak at different levels, you know? Some people shiver, some people sweat, some people pass out. I've had those sent to me too. All right. They say, anyway... I would leave all the landing lights on and bedroom and my dad would turn everything off later. Oh, that's horrible. I'm sorry. I could never sleep at all because I was so scared of this feeling of being strangled and a heavy weight pushing my chest and legs down only to be able to move my eyes and struggling to open my mouth. Ugh. That's horrible, guys. That's just so horrible. I, I got to tell you guys, too. Just that right there. That right there. Typical shadow people. Typical shadow people. Hat man could do that, too. But this is very typical shadow people stuff. So I end up in the bigger bedroom. And that's when I seen a shadow figure moving slightly in the corner of the room. And not long after, my dad or mom turned all the lights out. Oh, Ooh, I got chills. It, the chills hit me on my upper thighs just now, just like on the tops, right above my knees. Ooh, that's icky. That is so icky. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I got told off and just to go to sleep. I could not sleep. They made me turn my bed lamp off, but left landlight on with door slightly open. I wanted it fully open, but I wasn't allowed to. <sighs> you guys, I'm reading this and, and I feel like a warden was perusing the hallways with all of the inmates or something. Like, what is this? Does it bother a parent so much to know that a kid wants to keep a light on? Why does that bother a parent so much? I get it. There's bills. It raises the, the electric bill. But you could see something is going on. Your kid's pretty normal until the lights go off. Come on now. I got to do better than that. 
But I get it. This is a long time ago. And they continue. Anyways, I physically watched the door close one night and it went very dark. I jumped out of bed, putting all the lights on. And I went in my mom and dad's bedroom. They were sleeping and I was so afraid to wake up my mom and dad. And my dad was very nasty. He beat my mom up. Oh, I'm so sorry. And we got hit a lot. Oh, there you go. Insecurity. <sighs> and if we did the slightest thing wrong, even. Mm, that's horrific. You know, th this is telling me what probably attracted the darkness to the house right there. That, that right there alone would attract the darkness and shadow beings and hat man and any other low down good for nothing scoundrel that you really want to describe. Um, I stood on the landing and got back in the bedroom and put all the lights on and got under the covers. I was petrified. I felt the covers lifting. Oh, 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 upending off of the bed. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Chills, chills, backs of the elbows, hey everybody. And I felt someone crawling up the bed. Mm. No way. No way. Oh, no. I pulled my legs right up. So I was in a tight ball. And I could not shout. I was so scared. I then jumped out of bed. And just before I got out of the bed, I felt a scratch or something on top of my bum cheek. <laughs> bum cheek. We, we find that funny over here, sorry. Um, I woke my mom up and my dad went crazy at me because he was a lorry driver? Long distance? I think it's a truck driver. <laughs> and I had school which I never went to because of my dysfunctional family. Boy, oh boy. I gotta take a deep breath. I hate to hear of abuse and I hate to hear of somebody suffering with demons literally around when a child could be helped. I really, it just breaks my heart. Um, Whew, we gotta get to our first break, guys. You are listening to Dark Becomes Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around, we'll be right back. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. 
It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> so today it is all about the Outlandish Corner, your emails, your stories of supernatural events, paranormal, UFO, cryptozoological, anything and everything out of the ordinary. I want you to go to my main website, which is shadowfolks.com or HeidiHollis.com. They both go to the same place, but people don't know how to spell Heidi in the world. It's not a common name. Um, also, I want to tell you guys to follow me on all social media. Put a one in front of my name and uh, send me a message. Respond. And also, don't forget, the Outlanders comic is my paranormal comic strip that has Bigfoot, shadow people, ghosts. Yeah everything aliens we got it we got it um so just go to the outlanders comic on instagram all right you guys this is a giant email and um very very difficult to read i i hate to hear of people struggling especially children 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 need us to guide them and to protect them but when you get somebody that is absolutely abusive in more ways than I can count, um, that just adds to the darkness in a home and um, might have attracted it to begin with. All right, so um, continuing here with this email, um, this person is saying how they don't go to school because of the dysfunctional family surely don't sleep at night and the father is abusive. All right. Next day, I looked at my bum in the mirror. They're from across the pond. And I had a long red scratch right across my bum cheek. Blood was at the surface, but was not bleeding. 
It was around six inches long. Huh. I don't, I don't like to hear that because uh, when these dark things scratch, they, they mark you. Um, usually, though, it's three scratch marks, but um, just the one even. It's an attack. It's like scratching a way in, you know? I really could not cope anymore. And after that, so many horrible things happened. The landing floorboards only creaked when people walked on them. I had a feeling one night, but this is weird, and I cannot remember dreaming or if I was awake. I always slept with the curtains open, and one night the curtains drawn shut really aggressive, and I seen a metal shiny table with wheels and lots of hospital-type equipment. Oh, 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 oh. I've got really odd goosebumps right now. I'm thinking of a morgue. Are you guys thinking of a morgue? Which was then, 1980s, never understood any of my problems. I was born in 1970. Anyway, someone was pushing this trolley towards my bed. Oh, that's horrible. And I could never say this story, even online. I then obviously woke up in the morning, but it felt real. So the strangling happened a lot. And this figure was in my room, but no hat at this time. So it wasn't a hat man. Sometimes one was near the bedroom door. Sure, I'd seen three in the big bedroom. So as I, as I, I think they mean as I got older, I began to not be so scared, but I actually was deep down but I tried not to show my fear. I realized whatever it was loved me being scared. Oh, you're very observant because that is so very true. That is so very true. You know, I tell people it's like in the face of evil things, it is really hard to not be frightened. It is really hard. But busting out running, screaming, fainting, swinging at this thing in anger, all those things feed it. And for those people who have experienced them a lot, they begin to realize that. That, well, I'm just, you know, I'm scared. And they're enjoying it. They're laughing. They're feeling it. They're pulling it in or, or whatever it is. They get a good sense of what these things are after and, um, and how it expands. So you're very observant. And again, this is typical of somebody who's experienced these things night after night. And, and you know, you guys take, take it, take it in because this person is talking about having experienced something at such a crazy level and not sleeping and having so much terror in their waking lives and their sleeping lives and their schooling education lives it's a, it's it's a miracle this person survived. It's a miracle that they have their sense. It's a miracle that they have any kind of normal life. To be honest, um, it's mind blowing to me that that they're having what sounds like a, a, a normal uh, attempt of explaining the craziness, the madness. You know what I'm saying? All right, continuing with the email. Even around the age of 16 to around 19 years old, I still 
felt the presence of something watching me. Horrible house it was. Horrible. But once I passed my driving test at the age of 17, something else happened, which at the time I could not work out, but found out again in my 30s when I got my first laptop. I was a bit behind on technology. I had a life review driving my dad's big Ford Granada for the first time on my own and seen old school friends and took it for a drive to Nottingham City Center and back. So now it is 1987. So coming back on a two-lane street both ways, I decided to overtake a bus which seemed to be traveling pretty fast, and there was no safety barrier separating two lanes in both directions. Oh, this this is a nightmare just waiting to happen. The bus drifted out of its lane, pushing me out of my lane onto oncoming cars. Oh, that's, that's, that's another level of nightmare. Cars were coming in the opposite direction, and I still remember the dark blue Ford Fiesta, which I thought was going to hit me head on at the time of a thought of impact. Ah, okay, I'm trying to make up. There's got some words missing. At the time of what appeared to be an impact, we never collided. (laughs) But at the time of feeling we were going to collide, I got the brightest big flash of light, like an old camera puff of light, like really strong. Ooh, goosebumps. This was all on a bend in the road. The reason the bus drifted out of its lane. Anyways, I see nothing else except my life going in reverse order, like an old camera film on a reel. Even making that flicking noise as a film flips through. What? I seen everything. Family, friends, school, everything. Until I ended up back in my mom's belly. Oh, you guys. Oh, man. Oh, man. I I am sitting here. Okay, where are my goosebumps? Tops of my my legs again and hitting my elbows. I don't know why it skips everything else, but that's, that's, uh, that's goosebumps for me right now. Wow. This is interesting. Very interesting. So I, I just, oh, I just came across something similar. Okay. All right. Continuing. I felt the water surrounding me in my mom's belly. Then all of a sudden I came around to cars beeping and my friend was curled up against the passenger door with his feet upwards towards me and his back to the passenger door. He was scared and said, what the mm, happened to you? I briefly said with confusion, I don't know. He said, take me home. We never spoke even when he got out of the car. He was in tears in my car when I came around, and he was white as a sheet. Wow. This is, this is amazing. 
Now this is the confusion when I had the flash. I was around 150 meters from the traffic lights. There was a bend in the road to the left, then back right and straight over the train bridge and at the bottom of the bridge were the traffic lights. I came around parked in the outside lane at the traffic lights. Cars driving around me beeping. Nobody in my family believed anything I seen or what happened. And dad blamed it, one, being a new driver and scared myself. So you ultimately woke up just parked with everybody beeping at you, huh? That's, that's really fascinating. Very fascinating. And just be, this, this is, but in your mind's eye, you saw yourself just about to collide when you saw the flash. And in reality, you were parked. Huh. I tried contacting my school friend and he ignored my messages because he was not friends on Facebook. Plus, I got drilled in my head by my parents again that it was just me being scared. I never forgot about it, but lived with confusion, like the shadow people. What? This is wild. This is, this is amazing. Guess what, guys? I have like a whole page on here. Woo-wee! It's, um, it's, it's getting, it's getting interesting. It's getting interesting. I, I have, um... Let's see, I came across somebody having had, um, where they went back into their mother, mother's belly um, type of life review as well. And uh, apparently this is a thing. It doesn't happen that often, but it can. All right, you guys, we got to get to the next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. 
Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, iHeartRadio, and Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Don't forget to check out HeidiHollis.com and ShadowFolks.com and the other F-word.com. Mm-hmm. What is that one about? Well, you know, I get a lot of people who write me emails and they're talking about the worst case scenarios and... It always blew my mind how a lot of people would say, you know, I don't get into that religion thing, but anyways, I saw the devil. And I'm like, what? You know, it's not about religion. It's about having faith and knowing there is a positive force out there. Some call it God. Some call it other things. Just know it is positive of the light of the creator, okay? And to know that, I have no doubts. When you are able to say, You're looking at something from the dark source, something evil, the devil. Hello. Uh, Those are religious terms, okay? Why give that all the credit? So I decided to do uh, a couple of books, one for kids, one for adults. I'm a cartoonist, and I wrote these rather uh, decent-sized books, I must say. Uh, (laughs) And uh, it kept it light, kept it funny, and, uh, you know, so I wrote a couple of books. One is called The Other F Word, How to Find Faith and laugh at yourself while trying. And then uh, a couple of kid-like books, uh, The Fickle Finders Investigates Faith, the other F word, you know, just to kind of bring it up close and personal to people to realize stop being so hard on yourselves. It's okay to be flawed even in the eyes of faith, okay? As long as you get the message You need to sprinkle some Jesus on some things or some light on some things in the face of some of these evil things. So check out theotherfword.com and uh, also HeidiHollis.com and theoutlanderscomic.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, 
All right, you guys. Let me uh, let me let me pick back up where we left off with this very extraordinary email, and it's really painting a clear picture on the struggles of this person's life and where they're going and and all the little things that happen along the way. It, it's an extraordinary supernatural world we live in, and so are many of the lives of people who are experiencing these things. And you know, some people are like, "I've never experienced anything in my life. How come these people have all this stuff?" These people get targeted. Hatman, shadow people, they see that they can see better or feel better evolving and they try to stomp out that light. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Okay, because I've been saying this for a very long time and people are not picking it up. Instead, they're trying to glamorize this evil stuff. Realize things are changing and I have a much much bigger message to give very soon on all of that. All right, continuing. But I had a girlfriend from the age of 18 and she would sometimes stay over at my parents and her rings would be found in different places in the house. (laughs) Okay. Even though we knew there was a window sill in the bedroom, I told her stuff I told her stuff. Oh, you, I told her stuff about the house. And she did say it was a noisy house. Floorboards, etc. What happened around age 18 and 19, which I had no idea then either. Again, later in life. So Friday night, dad's at work. Saturday, early hours. Me sitting on one sofa couch. TV to the left corner. Dad near TV at front window. And mom and girlfriend and my niece who sometimes stayed over and slept in the small bedroom, I got strangled in. Poor girl. Anyways, I'm watching a film. It was nighttime. And I had, and as clear as anything, okay, as clear as anything, I have ever seen. Oh, man. Okay, dark, dark chills. This man with a hat on his head. He was nearly up to the ceiling of the room walked from the wall where my mom and girlfriend and niece were sitting, basically straight through them. Whew. Okay. All right. I'm okay, guys. You okay? Do you hear that? How tall he was? Very common. Very common. Hat man is nothing that's ever been human. Okay. Not, not the real dude. Not the real dude. Okay. I had to look at the TV shadowing and looked at everyone. Nobody else seen or batted an eyelid. It walked straight across and into the neighbor's house through the wall. It was a semi-detached house Victorian. You see that? Do you see why he was targeted, guys? Because he could see. He could see. He could feel and sense He was a target because he is a bit more evolved than the rest of the people in that room. Okay. And people are like, well, genetics, you know, what do you mean? You know, if they had a brother or sister, why couldn't they see these things too? You know, they have the same genes. Well, genes get arranged differently and expressed in different ways too, right? Like you might get a cancer and your brother won't, or you might get some kind of other disorder and your, your sister won't, you know, genes are funny the way they express themselves. 
doesn't mean somebody is better than the next, but we are evolving. Okay. We are evolving. Okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> this is the first, first few words, but this is where it gets worse. How much worse can it get, guy? I mean, what? I never said anything that night except to my girlfriend in the bedroom. My dad goes to work on Saturday. My mom goes to the local town shopping. Me and my girlfriend go out also. So my niece in her early teens is in the house alone, watching TV on the chair I was sitting in the night before. Uh, We come home and we said, are you all right? She said, I thought granddad came home early and sneaked behind the chair. It made me jump. So I turned around and suddenly a dark figure of something disappeared. Oh, gosh. So I told her about the night before and she burst out crying and was scared to death. And it gets worse. Oh, come on. How can it get worse? I was even older now in my 20s in my own house at 23 with the girlfriend. Me and her brother visited my mom dad regularly even though my childhood was horrible you end up thinking it's the norm to live around violence isn't that horrible that's horrible guys people wonder how kids end up being violent themselves it's like this is all they know all right continuing they say anyway we thought my dad came home around uh 1500 hours in the afternoon and he would park on the street around the corner from the house If it was in the driveway. Yes, and get told off, but I love my... Oh, they're saying love their their car. I I don't don't know where they're going with that. But anyways, uh, (laughs) I did not hear the front door, but go ahead and... But heard heavy, normal feet walking up the stairs. Okay. My dad would go to the pub and go straight to the toilet when he came home. And he would sneak in the house quietly. So we assumed he's on the toilet, the hoover under the stairs. I don't, I don't know what that is. And under the stairs in the cupboard would even fall to one side. The hoover pipe, due to the vibrations when you walked up the stairs sometimes, that even made a noise. And we waited, me and my mom, my girlfriend, brother, for my dad. 15 minutes passed, and I went to see if he was all right. Nobody was in the house. In fact, my dad never came home. He would be a lot... uh, Oh, hold on. This is mixed up. He would be gone a lot with his job. So who was it? Yes, we discussed it a lot. I finally properly told my mom that the house is haunted and how my parents never believed me. I would go on about lots in that house, but... One more thing to end this email. I worked with forklifts driving the lorries, doing deliveries, 44 tons, and I started at 6 a.m. every morning and away majority of the time. Monday morning, I got there early. Old army barracks it was, pitch black. No lighting, even no lights on the country road. The car park was right at the back. I was first in the private industrial estate, opening the main gate at around 5.30 a.m., so walking from the car park to the front of the building. I started to hear faint footsteps behind me, 
and it was getting closer. I stopped suddenly, looked towards the country road and behind me, and I could see nothing but darkness. Ooh, back of the neck chills, guys. I was scared to death at 44 years old. You know, age has nothing to do with it. It doesn't. Children, elderly, people get scared. This gives me the chills right now myself. So I, I don't like to be met with these yucky things either. All right. Like when I was a child, that fear came back like dread. I started walking again and the footsteps started, but was right behind me. Proper clonking, marching type shoes, really loud. Oh, this is horrible. My rubber sole working boots were silent in comparison. Oh, so something was absolutely messing with you. That's what that is. That's what that is. I quickly turned around and saw nothing and ran for my life, almost falling over myself and ran towards the gate where another driver was coming in. Thank God. Oh, what was it? Who was it? I don't know. But all this is the gospel truth. Woo. Oh man, I- I'm, I'm chilled. <laughs> I am absolutely chilled. Um, this is almost done. I had to tell you because people look at you like you are not normal when these things happen to you. Anyway, did it from my mobile phone instead of my laptop. Oh, he wrote this from her phone. Well, that explains some of the, <laughs> the, the, the smashed of the paragraphs here. Uh, but you guys, you know, we got to get to our next break and I'll finish this right up. You guys, you're listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio at Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. 
Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't forget to go to HeidiHollis.com and ShadowFolks.com and tell me your stories. Tell me the details. Give me some more positive uh, stories, near-death experiences, all of it. Angel encounters, Jesus visions. I mean, I cover it all here on this program. So you are more than welcome. And uh, the more details, the better. Like this email here. This is incredibly, like, insightful. Really, really helpful. All right. So I I have to finish up this email here. Um, They said, all of this is the gospel truth. I had to tell you because people look at you like you're not normal when these things happen to you. Anyways, did this from my mobile phone instead of my laptop. Take care. It's the truth. Everything. Thanks, Attila. My dad was Hungarian, died in the year 2000, and my mom is 80 now. Wow, bless her. British with Irish family. Well, they are all nearly dead now. My dad came to England in 1956, uprising. He escaped at 16. This is why he hated wimps. Wow. Everybody's not made the same way, you know, like you, Attila. You're you're able to uh, feel and observe other things. And now I saw this here. Um, there was a second little email that this person sent. So I just copy pasted it here so I could read this also. Sorry, what I wanted to say was how did I get to the traffic lights in the car when I was having a life review? Someone said something about lost time. And I am also thinking These are shadow people aliens and the metal table trolley with people, which I thought was a nightmare. I have lived with all of these issues with no answers. I am 52 years old now, and it is all clear as yesterday. Thanks again, Attila. Well, this is um, rather unique. It's rather unique, okay? I'm going to tell you something because... My sense of what may have taken place with you in that particular scenario, I think is it's it's amazing. First off, I think you probably were about to die in a car accident, but something on the more positive side intervened because you weren't done. 
you have something else that you need to be doing here. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to me because, uh, imagine that. Okay. You see, you're about to have this car accident. Boom. You get killed. Apparently started the whole like reincarnating life review thing. I mean, maybe not reincarnation when I'm thinking about it. Maybe not reincarnation. I think I misspoke on that. Not reincarnation, but the life review. Okay. I'm confusing you with a, something else I came across here recently. And I'm thinking on that story as I'm talking about yours. But your story, you're going into the life review when you just absolutely got reversed and put in your spot as if nothing had ever happened. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? But how you got skipped to that life review without like seeing a bright light going down a tunnel, you know, experiencing something else. That's interesting to me. I I have, you know, I've been listening more and more to near death experience stories and they don't always go cookie cutter like that where, you know, they see their past loved ones and whatnot. Sometimes it's just life review and everything up until the point. And that almost sounds like what happened to you. It, what's interesting to me is like you don't recall actually having the accident, but you were pretty sure you're about to. I have come across something like that. Not exact, but something like that. This is this is interesting. Really interesting to me. Um, I had somebody more recently um, share on, on a near-death experience where they were back in the womb as well. And just like how you know they had a near-death experience boom but they felt like the fluid and everything around them like you're saying so it's just it's amazing to me but they felt they were about to be reincarnated back as how as they are now i mean just just wild just wild so it's kind of wild to me that i'm i'm being met with a very similar story within like a week of of each other I don't find those things to be coincidences at all. Um, and, and it's like, what are these different levels of experiences that people have? And, uh, you know, I got a chance to speak with a, um, oh, what kind of monk were they? I think maybe a Benedictine monk who told me how the church, way back when, the Catholic church, used to speak on reincarnation that it's absolutely in the Bible. And they referred to um, something that Jesus said about a prophecy. It's like, oh, Jesus, you said that uh, Elijah would come back before you did, but he has not returned. And Jesus said, oh, yes, he did. You did not recognize him. It was John the Baptist. So it was like a clear reference to reincarnation. And apparently this is something taught in the church before and stopped. I guess... I don't know. I think there's reasons uh, that are behind when when teaching teachings like that change. It's like, why? Why would that change? I I just don't understand enough of it um, to know all the rules of why something went better in one direction than it does now. I, I don't know. But other other faiths do speak to it. There are proven reincarnation stories like 
somebody says, look, I died on this certain street. Over here is that. And, and this is where my kids were. And, and to be able to check those stories out. So something is going on. When children are able to do that, that's, that's really something. Uh, so I, I think there's, there's something to that. And um, you were also saying about the metal table and trolley here, Attila, and why you experienced what you did. And you think these were shadow people aliens. Um, I don't see those as being shadow people aliens. Um, I, I, don't, I don't quite understand the link to that right there. Shadow people are not from here. They are more closely related to alien beings, but they're also demonic. So, um, yeah. Can they re-enact uh, things to have happen? I don't know that to be something they do. Um, it almost sounds like you were out of time or something. I don't know what the history is of the land that you're on. Um, or if you just happen to be experiencing uh, having a psychic event. Because it's obvious to me that you have abilities, Okay. And I'm not talking about able to read certain things going on in people's lives, that type of thing. But you're observant. You can see things more clearly than the next. And you could feel it more than the next. And sometimes being in that sleeping state, uh, those things kind of heighten because you're in between realities. You know what I'm saying? It's something that uh, I personally call waking dreams. And I write about it. I think in all of my books, <laughs> uh, waking dreams are so real. It's hard to believe it didn't happen. Like I will absolutely be looking around wondering, you know, where am I now? You know, I'll wake up from the bed and it's, it can be really uh, altering. But the difference is what ex- you're experiencing in these waking dreams. For me, they get chalked up to being like a life experience because it's as if it actually added to my life understandings, like a lesson was learned. Um, it, they're that heavy and they're that insightful and things that I can cross check sometimes too. Um, because wow, I have experienced things that who really just, um, changed a lot for me, changed a lot for me. And it, it, there, there comes a point where it's like, was that, I, I can't even call it a waking dream. Dare I say it was a vision. And I'm not a person who likes to claim to be a psychic or anything like that, because I just feel like um, people who are that, uh, who can call upon that, um, that's a different thing for me, which I think a lot of us have. It's like deja vu is uh, uh, sometimes insights into what's about to take place or a feeling. Um, that's something else. I, I I don't know to call on things like that, but um but so I think you're kind of in that category here, Attila, that you're able to get a sense and slip in and out to realize things going on. And these things notice that you notice and wanted to stomp out your light. And here comes a big, giant, weird compliment to you. Hot diggity dog. These guys hated you that much that they put all that effort into you every time that you were going to bed at night. You are one powerhouse and not a wimp. How about them apples? And I'm sure your dad on the other side sees things a whole lot more different. And, you know, he only knew where he came from and he wanted to make you tough. So that um, that could be assumed. You know, dads tend to express things differently. But whew, that was just uh, that was harsh for any kid to go through or any human. So I'm sorry you had to go through that. But uh, yeah, this is. This is really um, 
in depth. And, and I really want to thank you for peeling back the layers of your life and letting people see how the supernatural can leave a, a print and an imprint. Okay. Changing so much. And it's, it's like you're victimized for being unique. That's all. And, uh, but you know what? You're not alone, you know, and I want to invite you and others like you uh, to join my groups that I have on Facebook. One is called Paranormal Pledge. And the other one is called Shadow People and Hatman Experiencer. And I also have Faith, the other F word. So, uh, and you guys don't forget to go to HeidiHollis.com and TheOutlandersComic.com and follow me on all the social media at one Heidi Hollis, which is H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S. And tell me your stories. Uh, tell me your stories in the messages on social media, on my website. The more information, the better. And, uh, you know, it's it's absolutely uh, appreciated that you guys trust me with your stories. And it's humbling. And I hope that uh, you get something out of this, Attila, and anybody else that's listening. And, uh, you know, breaking it down piece by piece. One person, one story at a time. All right. We have come to the bottom of another fabulous program. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.